Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. It's been said that if you were put on trial for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? I want you to think about that for a little while. You're on trial. One lawyer is tasked to produce evidence from your daily life, showing undeniably that you are a servant of God, while another lawyer is tasked with producing evidence that in reality, you are not. If this was your day, would it be an open and shut case? Do your everyday works and character show forth the light of God to others? If so, Could the light shine brighter, especially in the darkest of places, where and when it is most desperately needed? Because you see, while humility is a virtue and meekness to be desired, that is only to be applied towards God Almighty and not in the face of the enemy of the brethren. And what I mean by that is that we are meant to be humble before our God and our King but bold as lions in the face of the enemy. So don't allow the enemy to twist your good virtues against you and smother the flame of God that is burning in your life. Remember, light by its very nature is meant to be seen, so don't hide it. Jesus said to his followers in John chapter 8, verse 12, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And again in Matthew 5, chapter 14, Jesus speaking to his followers said, You also are the light of the world. A city that is on a hill cannot be hid, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light then so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. We see very dark times across the world. There is this virus, this coronavirus that so many are afraid of. But even in the midst of the darkness, we can see those who have a faith in their king stepping out to shine the light and say no to fear, walking out into the very shadow of death that they might bring hope and life. You see, when the virus first broke out in China, we understand China is a communistic nation that is very strict against the Christian faith. They're not allowed to worship in public places. They're not allowed to go out and spread the gospel in the way that we can in our nation. Their very lives can be on the line. They can be imprisoned, tortured, even killed. The churches are burned. It's a very difficult and dark climate for those who are following and preaching the teachings of Jesus Christ. Yet there is a very vibrant and courageous underground church And these faithful saints of God were not willing to allow darkness to overrun their neighborhoods in the midst of the height of the outbreak of the virus when even the military and government were afraid to go into these dark places. They stepped out and began to shine like never before. You see, because of the virus, they had to cover their faces so they could go out into the streets for the first time and share the gospel without fear of being recognized 
and persecuted or arrested because even the authorities were afraid to come out and be infected, but they trusted in the love and protection of their God and they stepped out into the darkness and began to shine the light and show forth the true power, faith, and love of Jesus Christ, that in the midst of it, they were handing out salvation tracts. They were praying for the healing of the sick and God was moving in miraculous power. There is revival going on in China now because that the church was willing to step out and shine in their darkest hour. Because I love it when the late great David Wilkerson said this, he said, man's darkest hour is God's hour of power. And so I tell you this, my friend, that even as the hysteria begins to ramp up in our own nation, don't allow fear to overtake you because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Right now we're beginning to see things like quarantines. You're beginning to see selfish hoarding of things that people think that they might need. They're beginning to look inward instead of outward to the needs of those around them, my friend. Don't let fear darken the seed of the gospel that is within you when you are called to be a servant to those around you. An example of this would be me, my church. Personally, we already had planned a homeless outreach. So in the midst of people being afraid of sickness and germs, we're going out into the street to feed the least of these, to clothe those in need, to shine the light of Christ to give them a hug, to show them some love, and to let them know that God truly sees the ones that the world has forgotten. So if there's one thing I can implore to you today is that you don't allow fear or the enemy to overtake your light and put it out. Remember to step out as the Chinese Christians have in the midst of this tragedy, to be the hands and feet of Jesus, the light, the hope, the demonstration of faith, that there is still power in the name of Jesus, that the wind and the waves still obey his name, how much more a sickness or hopelessness. Lord, help us to grow ever closer to you every day. Let us never stop examining our own walk with you and continue to strive to strengthen it constantly. Let us not be distracted by the works of the enemy around us, let us be reminded that greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. And if God be for us, who can be against us? That we serve a God of creation who shut the mouths of lions, who walked in the fire with the Hebrew boys, who took down Goliaths and cleared the land of giants. What enemy can stand against the children of the kingdom who have faith and are willing to step out and shine the light and demonstrate the grace of God that he is a savior, a healer, a baptizer, a deliverer, that he brings hope to the hopeless, that he is a reviver. Oh, we cry for revival. But my friend, let me tell you something. You can have some pretend performances, but you can't have real revival until you need reviving. So it's not until things get darker that the light truly starts shining. So Lord, we thank you for the opportunities that are arising. Help us to recognize them, Lord, and help us to not be bound up by fear or a false humility that says God can't use me. Because I am convinced that during the battle against Goliath, all of the children of Israel believed that God could deliver them, but only David had the faith to believe that God could do it. 
through him. And so he stepped up and was willing to speak and say, you uncircumcised Philistine, how dare you defy the armies of the living God? He had faith that God would back up his own message, his own word, his promises that they are yes and amen and that if he just stood upon them and professed them with his mouth God himself would step down and do what no man can he would bring deliverance and that's what the Chinese Christians are doing in the midst of their trial and tribulation and God is using them mightily and bringing true revival to that nation oh Lord help us to see the way you move in these things but first we have to cast out fear and remember that we are children of the King and be willing to go where you lead. So Lord, help us to know what your plan is and to be willing to go into the midst of the darkness where the light is most needed. Help us also, Lord, to see the tactics set against our emotions by the enemy that seeks to cause us to react in ways that are unseeming of a representative of Christ, but rather instead teach us how to be more like you, that we may be a good and true reflection of the one that scripture calls the light of the world. Lord, we pray for the church at Broad, that you would speak to their hearts, that they would not allow the enemy to work up their emotions and cause them to act in selfishness, but that they would rightly represent you who always moved in a spirit of selflessness, of servanthood, of love, mercy, and compassion, of truth, of willingness to step out and be used. Lord, help us to be ministers, which means servants of God. Let us speak forth the gospel and bring the hope of eternal life to a lost and dying world. Today, I want us to remember that Jesus came to be the light of the world, a light shining in the darkness, and that he very clearly told us that he left us that commission to walk in his stead as a light in the darkness. So let us never run from the darkness. Let us never be afraid to step out in the midst of it. We've got to have faith enough in the love of Jesus Christ to know that he is for us and not against us. The scripture says that perfect love casts out fear. And I think that when we truly have faith in the love that God has for us, it will overcome the fear of what the enemy can do to us because we know that God truly is with us. And when we truly love others more than ourselves, it will drive us to step out even into dangerous situations to do our part to help to save them. Of course, we know they are only saved by grace in the name of Jesus Christ, but we are in covenant with him, which by definition means a partnership. And he uses those who are willing to answer the call and stand in the revelation that his grace can only be seen by the unsaved through our demonstration. Because remember this, Jesus told Nicodemus, that you must be born again in order to see the kingdom. And we think that he's talking about when you die and go to heaven. And though it does apply, that's not what he actually said. He was talking in the present tense. He said you must be born of the Spirit in order to see the things of the Spirit. 
So I stand here today and remind you that a person who is not born again of the spirit, he will not understand spiritual things, but he can see the way the spirit moves those things. That's why Jesus said that they can still see the way the wind blows the leaves on the tree. You and me, we are those leaves. If we are truly born again and we are moved by his spirit, then the unsaved will still see the effect of it through us. If we are willing to trust Jesus and shine his light in the darkness. So God, we thank you for opportunity. God, I say, here I am. Use me. Give us strength. Give us courage. Give us wisdom. Give us your spirit. And let us remember the words that you spoke to Joshua in chapter 19. O oh Lord, help us to be strong and of good courage and to never be afraid or dismayed. For you are with us wherever we go. And we know that greater is our king than anything born of the enemy. So stir the fire in us and send us to bring life to the dying, healing to the sick, salvation to the lost, deliverance to the bound, and hope to the hopeless. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's important that in every trial and situation of our life, we remember the words that Jesus spoke to his disciples in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, when he said, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing. What Jesus is saying is that it is our commission, our purpose in this earth to change things, to preserve the land as salt does. We've got to help to turn the tide of the wickedness, of the death, of the destruction, of the hopelessness, of the selfishness, of the culture around us, that his blessings might be able to be poured out on us. In this will we see peace and prosperity return to the land because he said very clearly that if my people who are called by my name, he's not talking about sinners. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, repent, turn from their wicked ways and pray, then I will come and heal their land. He gave us his word on this, but we have to fulfill our part of the agreement. He says, if you are supposed to be the salt, don't give up your saltiness or you've made yourself useless. He said, because you are the light of the world. A city that is on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. My friend, set yourself as a city on a hill, a lighthouse in the midst of a storm, trial, or tribulation. And lead men to the one who is salvation. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.